Armstrong and Getty Late Nights. This is KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, always live on the free Odyssey app. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now 27 degrees. Another new device hovering in U.S. airspace was shot down Sunday over Lake Huron. It was the fourth object in eight days and the third such event in as many days. Assistant Secretary of Defense Melissa Dalton. In light of the People's Republic of China balloon um, that we took down last Saturday, we have been more closely scrutinizing our airspace at these altitudes including enhancing our radar, which may at least partly explain the increase in objects that we've detected over the past week. The Pentagon says Sunday's object flew near sensitive U.S. military sites and was a threat due to its potential surveillance capabilities. All three objects shot down Friday, Saturday, and Sunday were traveling at the height of civilian airplanes. Ann Carrick, Fox News. One person was injured and a house was heavily damaged by fire Sunday afternoon in far west Wichita. 911 received a report of a garage fire in the 500 block of North Rainbow Lake Road near 135th Street West and Central. First responders found a heavy fire in a two-car garage attached to a house. Firefighters began fighting the fire in the garage and then moved to the house. The fire went through the attic, living room, and kitchen. A resident suffered minor injuries when he went back into the house to get a pet and personal items. An 18-year-old Wichita man was hospitalized after he led Kansas Highway Patrol troopers on a six-minute chase on I-135 Saturday afternoon north of Wichita. The KHP says the teen attempted to pass several vehicles on the right shoulder of northbound I-135 when he lost control and struck a metal guardrail. The vehicle overturned at 125th Street North and rolled into a creek. The teen was ejected. He was taken to a local hospital with serious injuries. No one else was hurt during the pursuit. The Kansas Republican Party's state committee met Saturday to pick the officers who will oversee party operations through the 2024 elections. The contest for chair was between Helen Van Etten and Mike Brown. Van Etten is a retired audiologist and served on the National Committee from 2008 to 2020. She is also a former member of the state board that oversees the state's higher education system. Brown is a construction contractor who served on the Johnson County Commission before losing his seat in 2020. He lost the GOP primary for Secretary of State to Republican incumbent Scott Schwab. By a 90-88 vote, Brown was selected as the state chair and followed his promise to shake up the party. Almost immediately after the vote, the state committee was reviewing a resolution calling on the U.S. House to impeach President Joe Biden. Rodney Price, KNSS News. President Biden has a week ahead that includes an important health test. The White House says President Biden will get a physical this week as he contemplates a run for president in 2024. The president turned 80 in November and is the first octogenarian serving in the White House. Critics have raised concern about President Biden's health, while the White House hopes the screening will prove he's still capable of being commander-in-chief. His last physical was in late 2021 and detailed prescriptions for high blood pressure and blood thinner treatments. At the White House, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock.
16 to 10 in the morning, KNSS now 608, eight minutes past six o'clock on this Monday morning. Rescue crews have pulled a 40-year-old woman from the wreckage of a building. All right. Rescue crews have pulled a 40-year-old woman from the wreckage of a building a week after two powerful earthquakes struck. But reports of rescues are coming less often as the time since the quake reaches the limits of the human body's ability to survive without water, especially in sub-freezing temperatures. The magnitude 7.8 and 7.5 quakes that struck nine hours apart in southeastern Turkey and northern Syria killed more than 33,000 people, with the toll expected to rise. Governors across the country are seeing different effects of the fentanyl crisis. North Dakota GOP Governor Doug Burgum has seen low death rates from fentanyl in his state. He says they've turned to a model of people helping each other work through addiction. They can help people through it as much as a, a, an addiction counselor. Maryland's Democratic Governor Wes Moore says the issue is so prevalent in his state... He has appointed a former Maryland mayor. Who is now serving as our special secretary on this exact issue. Both appeared on CBS Face the Nation. The CDC reports more than 100,000 deaths from fentanyl overdoses last year. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. What would you do if you won a six-figure lottery prize? The choice of one man might surprise you. A Greenville, South Carolina man matched four of the five numbers as well as the Powerball number in the January 16th drawing. Thanks to the fact that he paid an extra dollar for the power play option, he tripled his winnings to a cool $150,000, which he completely gave away to a charity in upstate South Carolina. Lottery officials did not reveal which charity got the donation, saying only that the man told them, quote, I hit enough to make someone happy. Indeed. Kevin Uretsky. Fox News. KNSS News time now, 610. Make it 611. 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. So far this morning in traffic, things have actually been looking pretty good, and I haven't really seen any big problems in traffic as of yet. Looking at the gasoline prices, it is kind of interesting. Pretty easy still to find $2.99 a gallon. That does appear to be kind of an average out there, but I saw at least one retailer with a well, with a lot of locations around town jump their price up to three hundred five. So uh, we'll see if anybody follows suit. But uh, one one station is jumping all of their locations up to 305. Doesn't look like some of the others are following yet. 299 still an average. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a clear sky, a chilly start to our day here in Wichita. Temperatures really warming up, though, again by this afternoon. We'll reach the mid-50s by lunchtime, 62 later today. The first of two storm systems arrive after midnight. Occasional rain are low 45, then showers early on Tuesday with a high 59. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now clear sky, northwest wind at 5 miles per hour. 27 degrees with Stephen Ted in the morning here on Monday, February 13th. Get a partly cloudy, breezy day across central Kansas Sunday. High temperatures up to 62 degrees. Normal high for the date, 48. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hi there. On this date in 1935, a jury in Flemington, New Jersey, found Bruno Richard Hauptmann guilty of first-degree murder in the kidnap slaying of Charles A. Lindbergh, Jr., the 20-month-old son of Charles and Ann Lindbergh. Hauptmann was later executed. The Lindbergh kidnapping. Hmm. Federal uh, workplace uh, safety authorities have fined a central Pennsylvania confectionery factory 
more than $14,000 following an accident last year in which two workers fell into a vat of chocolate. This is the kind of accident Ted would like to have. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration cited Mars Wrigley in the June accident at the Elizabethtown M&M Mars factory, saying the workers were not authorized to work in the tanks and were not trained on the proper safety procedures for the equipment. Emergency responders cut a hole in the bottom of the tank to free the workers, and both were taken to hospitals. Company representatives said the safety of workers outside contractors is a top priority for our business, and it sounds kind of funny, drowning in chocolate, but I would imagine if it was over their heads, it was a very dangerous situation. Or OSHA wouldn't have been involved in one thing, but wow. Drowning in chocolate. That's horrible. (laughs) Dozens of students walked out of their New Hampshire school after the district banned urinals in a compromise to a proposal that would have blocked children from using facilities based on their gender identity. School board decided a few days before the Friday walkout to prohibit students at Milford Middle School and Milford High School from using urinals or shared spaces in locker rooms. The ban was a culmination of a long debate about district procedures that say students can access the bathroom that corresponds to their gender identity consistently asserted at school. What a mess. (laughs) What a confusing mess. Ted, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. You're right. The old, this, uh, everything's changing. Mm Mm-hmm. Kansas Humane Society setting out a... uh, an email in a, in a you know a news release last week uh, about uh, having the maximum levels of of dogs coming in adult dogs and they've been struggling uh, uh, with capacity there so they effectively effective immediately this last weekend adult dogs reduced fees to $49 or lower puppies uh, about i think 149 is kind of a misprint there uh, I, I think they said like they have 18 dogs coming a day and 11 or are uh, are adopted out there. They're, they're yeah, that's those numbers a, are going the wrong way. Having a tough, tough time. Yeah, and people don't, of course, they don't spay and neuter their dogs, and then you got dogs all over the place. But anyway, they'll make you a deal, I guess, if you get out to the Kansas Humane Society, and uh, that's tough. Ted, this is uh, uh this is that time of the year because severe weather is just around the corner. <laughs> okay, I know it seems early, but. But it's almost spring training time, too. But uh, the Storm Fury of the Plains, which is put on by the National Weather Service Office here in Wichita, every year they go out and, as you know, they go out and do these seminars or meetings with folks, the general public, and talk about weather and educate them. May have, you know, this thing may have saved some lives over the years, really. It's a, you know, Chance Hayes from the Weather Service goes out and does this. Well, the first one is uh, tonight. You can believe that. 6.30 p.m. at... Uh, Neosho Community College Auditorium in Chanute. And then they're going to have them, you know, all over the state for the next, uh, I don't know, week, couple of, three or four weeks anyway. So if you get a chance, it's 6.30 and again, it's free of charge. They may even have cookies and, and, and Kool-Aid, I'm not sure. But it's called uh, Storm Free of the Plains, and it is something that uh, Chance and the guys at the Weather Service do every year about this time. All right, we got a lot to talk about this morning. Time for leadoff. I better get into leadoff sports because Ted has a big story this morning on leadoff sports. Ted Woodward, right, Ted? Of course. Yesterday we had Super Bowl 57. You heard it all right here on KNSS. The Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. 
The Philadelphia Eagles were clearly the better team in the first half. But, boy, I tell you what, the Kansas City Chiefs got in that locker room at halftime and let Rihanna sing for a half hour. And coming out of the locker room, it was the Chiefs really focused and getting things done in the second half as the Chiefs had four possessions in the second half, and they basically would have had touchdowns on all four of them, except they gave up a touchdown late in the game so they could run out the clock and get a chippy field goal to win it. But, boy, that Chiefs offense in the second half getting the job done. Mitch Holtis with the call of the game on the Kansas City Chiefs radio network. 9.26 to go in the game. Third down, goal to go at the four-yard line of Philadelphia. Audible called by Patrick Mahomes. Ball will be snapped in the center of the field with McKinnon, the running back. A fast left side, wide open, Sky Moore, touchdown! Kansas City on a pivot route, and Kansas City has a chance now to get up by eight points on a four-yard touchdown pass by Holmes to Sky Moore. Did not have a TD in the regular season. He's got one now. <laughs> one of the touchdowns there for the Chiefs in the second half. They would have had another touchdown late in the game, but they slid down at the one-yard line and let the clock mostly run out to try to end the game. Chiefs got a field goal to go ahead. The Eagles just basically had one play left to try to have them some magic happen. Hertz takes the snap. The Chiefs only rushing two on a delay. Clock is going to be out of time, and the pass is going to be underthrown. It's incomplete. It's incomplete. Everyone, everyone who claims the Chiefs kingdom will raise a banner above the National Football League again for the second time in four seasons. The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection, a big red reflection. The Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 57. Down 10 points in the second half. The Chiefs outscored the Eagles 24-11 in the second half, and it could have been more. The Chiefs finished the year with a record of 17-3 and and an eight-game winning streak and a Super Bowl title. Third title in franchise history for a Super Bowl and two of the last four. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes was named the MVP of the game as he was the MVP of the entire season in the National Football League. Mahomes becomes only the fourth quarterback in NFL history to win two MVPs and have two Super Bowl rings. The other three are relative unknowns named Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Joe Montana. So Mahomes is a pretty good elite company there. Patrick Mahomes, only one incomplete pass in the second half, and that was one that he threw away on purpose. Mm. So, yeah, 13 of 14 passing in the second half for two touchdowns. And how about that Chiefs offensive line? Zero sacks allowed. Kansas City Chiefs head coach Andy Reid talks about his quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I told him I love him, man. I'm proud of him for uh, leading the way there. And this started all the way back. Um, you know, in the preseason, so uh, in the off-season program, he's a humble kid, man, and he works his tail off. And uh, as a coach, you, you respect and you respect everything that he he does there. And Mahomes talked about his coach Andy Reid. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. I think everybody knew that, um, but these last two Super Bowls kind of cemented that. Um, and to have someone that. Um, it's, it's such a great person who, who gets the best out of uh, the players and uh, to become men and players. 
um, you wanted to do that. You wanted to win those Super Bowls for them, and it was, uh, it's, it's great that we did that. And uh, like, like you said, man, we're not done. I'm going to have them around here for a little bit longer at least. And how about guys like Kadarius Toney, who had the longest punt return in Super Bowl history, 65 yards, set up another Chiefs score in the second half. Yeah, it's just surreal, man. We just try to, you know, we work all season, work all every day. You know, the living this moment right here, here we is. The biggest punt return in Super Bowl history. How's that feel for you? Feel amazing to go out there and, and execute what the coaches put in. You know, I got the, the staff and the, the players behind me, no matter what. And just feel to go out there and execute. You had the uh, that was kind of a short kick. Could you describe what you saw? Cut back and obviously had the wall. Yeah. I saw the short punt, and I knew it was kind of. I knew everybody was going to come, so I just first first foot I could get in the ground and go the other way. I tried. How about that, Kadarius Tony, that, with that long punt return? Chiefs are Super Bowl champions, finishing the year seventeen and three. We did have college men's basketball action yesterday, Wichita State and SMU at Coke Arena, and fans got their money's worth. This thing went double overtime, and how about? A lot of dominating shockers, including the sophomore Kenny Poto in the paint. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl had the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. Belvion looks to the sideline for a call from Isaac Brown. His right wing to Poto. Shot fake. Back in his way in. Spins baseline. Jump hook. Got oh, Kenny Poto with a big time jump hook about eight feet out on the right baseline. He's got 28. Four in the second overtime. 84-80 Wichita State. Shocks win at 91-89 in double overtime. Poto with those career-high 28 points, 13 of 15 from the field. Wow. He also had eight rebounds. As the Shockers finally get a win at home, only their second home win in conference play this year. Shocks now in seventh place in the conference standings, just a half game out of first place, uh, sixth place rather. Uh, they'll talk about it tonight on Monday, of course, the WSU Basketball Coaches Show tonight. Men's coach Isaac Brown at 6 o'clock. Women's coach Keith Adams. 7 o'clock tonight, it's her birthday today. And you can hear those shows tonight on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. And one more note, in the NBA last night, the Toronto Raptors win at home, beat the Detroit Pistons 119-118. to Starting at guard for the Raptors, former Wichita State shocker Fred Van Vliet. 35 points, 8 assists, 6 three-pointers. Ninth time this season he scored 30 or more points. Raptors have won four of their last five, and they're in the number 10 spot in the Eastern Conference. And that's sports with Steve and Ted. Hey, coming up on Thursday night, big movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Big sneak peek, sneak preview on Thursday night at the Boulevard Theater at Town West Square here in Wichita. I've got a four-pack. I've got four packs to give away right now. If you want to call me for a chance to win, 869-1330 is the phone number. 869-1330. 623 now, Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Coming up, we've got Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Let's see, he's going to talk about um, why do we suffer from more colds and flu during the winter? That's on the way, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve and Ted in the morning. Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 27 degrees here at 6.30. A small earthquake was recorded near Norwich, southwest of Wichita. This happened Friday evening, according to the U.S. Geological Survey. The quake measured a preliminary magnitude of 3.2. The U.S. Geological Survey says it was centered about five miles north of Norwich, 
No damage was reported. Former Secretary of State and former Wichita resident Mike Pompeo was in Wichita promoting his new book on Friday. He took time to answer questions from an audience on a wide range of topics, including the Chinese spy balloon. When there's indecision and weakness from the leader of the free world and the president of the United States, then the bad guys feel more, uh, feel emboldened to create even more risk. When asked if he had plans for a presidential run, he said he doesn't know yet. The Wichita City Council meets Tuesday morning at City Hall. The council will discuss a grant application that would fund a study on how to improve the Kellogg-Eisenhower Parkway intersection in West Wichita. If the city is successful in obtaining the $2.4 million grant, the city would later apply for another grant to help with construction costs. The announcement of the grant winners is expected this fall. The council will also discuss a contract for a temporary dehumidification unit at the Wichita Ice Center. The city is also expected to approve the budget for bridge inspections around town in 2023-2024. Rodney Price, KNSS News. A Wichita man who was living in Texas charged after police say he caused a fatal crash in West Wichita in 2021. Scott Cabrales was charged with involuntary manslaughter and DUI. Investigators say he was driving under the influence when he hit another car, causing it to jump a curb and hit a tree. 80-year-old Frankie Baxter died at the scene. Cabrales's next court date will be February 21st. Bond set at $50,000. With various unknown objects floating over North America being perceived as threats, Has the U.S. adopted a new policy to deal with them? Montana Democratic Senator John Tester chairs the Appropriations Subcommittee on Defense. On CBS Face the Nation, he said while it may seem the U.S. has adopted a shoot-down-first, ask-questions-later approach, he believes the Pentagon must have a plan. That's a better question for uh, General Milley, but the truth of the matter is, is that they need to have a policy. They, being the military, needs to have a policy to recommend to the president. China denies using balloons or other craft to spy on the U.S. Three have been shot down over the U.S. and Canada within the last 10 days. Gernal Scott, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Rain chances are about 24 hours away. In the meantime, mostly clear overnight, 29 degrees by daybreak, a northwest wind. Near 60 Monday with sunny skies. Here comes that rain Monday night late. This will be after midnight. Even some thunderstorms around as well, below 43. Thank you, Rodney. Now a clear sky, 27 degrees. We have a northwest wind at 5 miles per hour. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS at 635 and a reminder that one hour from now we'll check in with Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple. Monday's with the mayor exclusively here on KNSS with Steve and Ted on this Monday, February 13th on this date in 1965 during the Vietnam War President Lyndon B. Johnson authorized Operation Rolling Thunder an extended bombing campaign against the North Vietnamese. And the history tells us that it didn't do much good, except to kill a lot of people, destroy a lot of stuff. Um, let's see. Army trying to recover from its worst recruiting year in decades. Officials say those recruiting woes are the result of traditional hurdles. Young people don't want to die or get injured. They don't want to deal with the stress of Army life, and they don't want to put their lives on hold. But the recruiting obstacles don't seem to be rooted in concerns just such as COVID-19 vaccine or about wokeness. And the Army's head of marketing says young people don't see the Army as relevant in their lives. 
Army is offering new programs, advertising, enticements to try to change those views and reverse the decline. So, Uncle Sam wants you, but you don't want him, I guess is what we say. Well, didn't they go back to their old slogan from 40 years ago, be all that you can be? be. I think they're trying to stress that your time in the Army can teach you valuable skills that you can then translate to other things you use in your life. You know, I've had two careers. I had 25, 24 years in radio. I got out for just a little bit and came back. That happens with a lot of people. My son is going to have, has had two careers, one of them the military. And I'll tell you what, guys, if you're, if you're looking for opportunities for all kinds of stuff, the military's got it. Now, there are all kinds of there programs. Are. Yep, there are. Opportunities to get education, mm-hmm. get training. My uh, nephew, Ryan, who uh, spent a lot of time in England with the Air Force, uh, learned how to operate and how to how to operate on jets and jet engines. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a good job now. Yeah, Woo. Yeah, yeah, he does. So anyway, they're just, they're thinking people got to start thinking about the future too. A little but bit. as you pointed out, there are risks involved. There are certainly, certainly, got to know about that. All right, I got a couple of stories to tell this morning. We'll get to them here in, in a few minutes. But uh, I just like to say, hey, what a great game last night for the Chiefs. Great season. Um, on the radio, we had Mitch on the radio at 
March corn a penny and a quarter lower at 679 and a quarter. March soybeans are a penny higher at 1543 and a half. March crude oil trading at 7 cents lower at 7965. June gold down three and a half dollars at 1887.70. The March S&P 12 and a half points higher at 4112 and a quarter. March dollar index 10 cents lower at 103.44. And March Dow Jones futures 46 points higher at 33,941. For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact for commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Tom, did you watch the Super Bowl or listen to it last night? Yes, I did. I uh, watched it while I was in the office working on some presentations I have to do. Oh, you were burning the midnight oil at the office, huh? Yes, I was, but I did manage to watch most of the game. Didn't watch the halftime, though. You didn't? Uh, I kind of nope. skated on that one, too. I'm not real big on not big on Rihanna, Rihanna, or and her baby, all her baby bump, and all those people with little white outfits on jumping around. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they figured the only people watching are 14 year olds and under. I'm sure that's it. <laughs> I don't know who I'd want, but uh, you know, Frank Sinatra's gone and Wayne Newton's uh, occupied, so I don't know who we'll get. What do you think? Tom, are you there? Well, I think we ought to start seeing them bring back, you know, a country western act. You know, they haven't had a good one since I think it was 1994 is the last time that they had a country western yeah. halftime show with country western singers. I'll tell you what, there are a lot of football fans are country western folks. But anyway, you bet there are. They don't. Uh, I don't think they do the entertainment to please you or me or even Ted Woodward. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> yeah, I don't think they really care about us. Okay. Anyway. Uh, it's over. We as the Chiefs are champs, and we're real proud of that. And uh, good for good for the Kansas City Chiefs and all the folks up there. That's a great deal. And yeah. uh, yes, sir. Uh, thank you, Tom. It's uh, six forty-two now. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Don Grant, CFP. The money tracker is on the way. Fifty with no retirement. Do this. Okay. We're gonna find out what this is. What's this? With Don Grant coming up. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Stevens, head of the morning, KNSS, 647 here on this Monday morning. Three big things. Another object shot down from U.S. airspace, this time over Lake Huron. One person suffers minor injuries as a house is heavily damaged by fire in far west Wichita near 135th and Central. One. Kansas City Chiefs win Super Bowl 57, defeating Philadelphia Eagles 38-35. to Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. So far this morning in traffic, things looking pretty good here in the Wichita area. Really not seeing any big traffic problems at the moment. Uh, the gasoline prices here in the Wichita area, well, the gasoline price is still around two ninety nine a gallon for the most part. I did stop, I did spot one retailer jumping a lot of locations up to three oh five though. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Located downtown at Market and Waterman and online at carlstire.com. Your home for complete car care. Sunny today with a high of 62 degrees. And then a real good chance for rain tonight and tomorrow. 
90% chance for rain tonight, the overnight low 44. Then on Tuesday, 70% chance for rain with a high of 59 degrees. A good chance we're going to get some rain tonight. Clear sky now, 27 degrees, and we have a northwest wind at 5 miles per hour. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Friday on Wall Street, stocks closed out their worst week since December. Stocks ending mixed on interest rate uncertainty and as investors digest more earnings reports. The major averages have been under pressure this week following hawkish comments from Fed officials. And shares of Tesla snapping an eight-session winning streak and closing lower. But still, Tesla shares are up over 60% this year. And Lyft stock needing a lift today after the ride-sharing company reported an unexpected quarterly loss and said that this quarter's revenue will likely come in below estimates despite notching its highest number of riders in its latest quarter in nearly three years. The Dow winners, Chevron, United Health Group, and Amgen. The Dow decliners, Salesforce, Microsoft, and Disney. The Dow rising 169 points. The Nasdaq down 71. S&P 500 up 9. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Stephen Ted of the morning, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. 50 with no retirement? Do this. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, here to tell us what this is. Good morning, Don. <laughs> Good morning, Steve and Ted and Jed. You know, one in four baby boomers say they didn't start retirement saving till they hit 50. And a third of them say that they had no retirement savings at all. That's from a survey by mortgage site Anytime Estimate. According to Yahoo Finance, there are several things you can do to get back on track. Number one is hold on to your money. If you're accustomed to buying or leasing, say, a new car every two years, now you know that when you have no retirement savings, you know, reconsider how much you spend on vacations, recreation, live events like sports and music, and, of course, automobiles, as mentioned before. The amount that you could save by not spending on some of that could be staggering, and you could, you know, goose your retirement investments a little bit without really reducing your lifestyle. Review your ongoing expenses. Perhaps you could reduce the, or maybe cut the cable if you aren't watching what they offer, and you could stream a la carte a lot cheaper. Or cut some of the streaming services that you don't use that you've already taken when you cut your cable. A big expense is home insurance. Shop, shop that insurance to several companies and consider raising your deductible to reduce your premiums. Send the difference to your retirement accounts. And settle your debt. Freeing up cash, as I just mentioned, accelerates the pay down of consumer debt. Now, if you are making extra payments on your house, consider stopping that. I know this sounds weird, particularly if your mortgage is below 5%. This will increase cash flow that could be applied to clean up debt, then your retirement. Well, fund alternative sources of income. This includes buying in on commercial or residential real estate. Rental or lease properties can create a regular stream of income. Your advisor can help you found, find higher income bank stocks or maybe even government bonds or perhaps investing in a business. Another way to make more income is through a side hustle. That can be from renting out your room or a, a car that you have uh, to driving for Uber. You may be able to create a niche business reselling online. Put all of that extra cash into your retirement investments. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call. Number is 267-0600. Just ask for me, Don Grant. Now, I want to back up just just a little bit, Don. Uh, you, in the first paragraph, you gave us some interesting statistics on 
help, help me out again. How many people start saving Which, when they're 50? What was that all about? One in four baby boomers, okay. that's b- b- born between 1946 and 64, yeah. one in four baby boomers say they didn't start retirement saving till they hit 50. Ooh. And then what was the other statistic you had just after and that? Then, and then a third, a third of those say that they have no retirement savings at all. Hmm. Got much planning going on there. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, I know. It's, wow. it's it. And, you know, a lot of people are still, you know, they may have started working way back when companies used to have pensions set up for you. Right. You know, a lot of people still don't get it that it's up to them. You know, it's up to, to yours truly to, to save for retirement. Yeah. And so, you know, you got you to gotta pay yourself first. You've heard that expression, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've never had, a lot of people aren't doing that. I've personally never had a feeling somebody else is going to take care of me. I don't Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think Ted has either. Somebody else is going to come along and, and make up for all the stupid stuff I do. So, anyway. Yeah, well, but, but, but you know, I mean, the, the number of jobs that have a pension associated with them right. are, are dwindling. Really? I don't know the percentage. I haven't run that in a long time. But it used to be 60%, 70% of people who worked for a company for their whole career at least had a pension. Yeah, yeah. Not anymore. Doesn't exist. Today Not is, anymore. Today is National Football Hangover Day. Every year since 1967, football fans across the country have participated in the most watched football event in America. Of course, uh, there's some food, there's some drink, maybe some excess food and drink. And uh, it's an estimated that about 14 million people will call into work sick the day after the game. 14 million. Um, how, are you, how are you feeling today? If this applies to you, congratulations. You officially joined millions of other fans nursing a massive football hangover and headache. No, I, I'm not among them. I know Ted isn't either. No, we're here. We're here. We don't. Yeah. Uh, we're not having a hangover. We're not t- taking a day off. Uh, did, you guys, nice. did you guys? Uh, both, did you guys? both. You guys both watch the watch the game all the way. I did. I did not. I did, you did not. not. Well, you had to get to bed because you were up. You were in the office at midnight. But Ted. Uh, Ted. I don't know if Ted remembers this, but I said if the Chiefs were going to win. Patrick Mahomes would have to throw three touchdown passes. Ted, how many did he throw? Three. Mm. Nailed it. Wow. There you go. Anyway, yes, it was. Wow. What a fun team to watch all year. They were, yeah. they were mm-hmm. a lot of fun to watch. All right. Thank you, sir. And I, I know that you're hard at work today because I know you're not hungover. So. I'm not hungover at all. I took it really easy yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. All right. 6.55 now, Stephen Ted in the morning. Coming up 7 o'clock, top of the hour news with Stephen Ted today. Another object shot down from U.S. airspace. That's on the way. Stephen's head of the morning on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saver Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Tom Pruitt with People's Bank and Trust for Cindio. People's Bank and Trust is a family-owned community bank. We are nearing $1 billion.